0: Good tidings, good tidings to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast. I am Pastor David Pinkerton, your radio pastor, coming across the airways of WXAN Radio, 103.9 FM, here in the Southern Illinois region and the Southeast Missouri region. If you'd like to listen to us, tune in to www.wxanradio.com. And when the web pulls up, click on Listen Live, and you'll be tuned into our programming. We're grateful that you're tuned in. I want to encourage you today to support WXAN Radio prayerfully and financially. Brother Danny and Leanne, Will, Tish, and the good folks here are keeping the light of Jesus Christ going across the airwaves of these windswept hills here in Ava, Illinois, and we're thankful for their faithfulness. But they need money to run on, folks. So please give generously if you're looking for a ministry to support, support WXAN Radio. It will be a good heavenly investment. Souls will be saved, saints will be strengthened, the Bible will be preached, and the truth will be promoted across the airwaves and across the world via the Internet. So we're glad you're tuned in today to the Good Tidings Radio broadcast. We get the term Good Tidings from Luke chapter 2 and verse number 10. When the angel said, I bring you good tidings of great joy, he was talking about the virgin birth of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is good tidings. Now I'm going to have you open the Bible this morning to first Corinthians chapter six and verse number nine. nine, first Corinthians chapter number six and verse number nine, call your friend, text your friend, email your friend, notify them now that the good tidings radio broadcast is on with David Pinkerton. And we are honored to have you listening in. We hope we can encourage you today. Now today I'm going to take a very biblical stance on a very controversial issue. Uh, The Bible says all scripture is given by inspiration of God is profitable. So I want to share it with you today. I'm going to tell you that the stance we're going to take and the teaching we take today is unapologetically correct. I am not going to apologize for the Bible I'm going to preach it and teach it. And we're going to deal with a societal issue today. The month of June has been labeled as Pride Month. and That is a reference to Gay Pride Month. The month of June. Here we are, June, the very last Saturday in the month of June. And I want to take a look at it from a biblical perspective. We live in a culture today that wants to call us a hater if we disagree with their lifestyle. But I want us to take a look from the biblical standpoint of what the Bible says about homosexuality, lesbianism, and the Bible lumps that together and calls it sodomy. So we're going to take a look at it today, and we're going to do it without fear, favor, or compromise. So if that troubles you, you may want to tune your radio off. However, if it is something that can enlighten you and it should let's look into it we need a revival of the bible preached today i am a preacher who does not run from controversial topics the bible is as relative today in 2022 as it is and ever has been so let's take a look today at what the scripture says concerning pride month or homosexuality and lesbianism sodomy in this day and time because we have a culture now in this world particularly in the united states of america that promotes pride month we want to promote they say the pride month we want to make sure that the lesbian gay bisexual transgender and queer pride month is currently celebrated each year in the month of june and it they say that is to honor The 1969 Stonewall Uprising in Manhattan. The Stonewall Uprising was a tipping point for the gay liberation movement in the United States. And in the United States, the last Sunday in June was initially celebrated as Gay Pride Day. But the actual day was flexible. In major cities across the nation, the parties, workshops, symposia, and concerts, and the LGBTQ Pride Month event attracts millions of participants from around the world. Memorials are held during the month for those members of the community that have been lost to hate crimes or HIV or AIDS. The purpose of this commemorative month, they say, is to recognize the impact that lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals have had on history locally, nationally, and internationally. Folks, we live in a time together. Let me give you some statistics. Who's living together as same-sex couples in the United States? Well, here's what statistics tell us from the United States Census Bureau. That there's 543,000 same-sex married couples in America. There are 469,000 same-sex unmarried partner households. (coughs) Excuse me. And there are 191,000 children living with same sex partners. That's from the United States Department of Commerce, United States Census Bureau.gov. It's growing every year. Well, what does the Bible say about the sin and the chosen lifestyle of homosexuality or sodomy, let's call it? I found a recent article about an Arizona school club on leadership and diversity. It asks students in this club if their, quote, heterosexuality was a phrase they would grow out of, end of quote. Arizona, a school club. Amazing, right? Amazing. What's going on across America? Well, what does the Bible say about this? We know that God so loved the world if you're listening to me today and you're trapped in this sinful lifestyle, God loves you. God made you a male and he didn't make a mistake. God made you a female and he didn't make a mistake because he doesn't make a mistake. Let's take a look at sodomy, homosexuality, if you will, in light of the scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter number 6 and verse number 9. Know ye not? that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate or abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves nor covetous nor drunkards nor revilers nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God And Paul goes on to say, and such were, in verse 11 of 1 Corinthians 6, verse 11, and such were, were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and the Spirit of our God. What does the Bible say in light of the Scriptures? Truthful and tactful here. I want to be both. Truthful biblically and tactful but direct. Folks, God loves all people, including homosexuals. And thus, Christ and Christians, who are forgiven sinners, should love all sinners and seek to help them. The religious community, however, should not be required to endorse the sin of homosexuality, and neither should the government. We should be humbled by the fact that throughout history, God has never once failed to judge a nation that has accepted these practices. Psalm 118 verse 6. The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Christians ought to be optimistic people that are positive. You see life is a life in Christ is an endless hope. But life without Jesus Christ is a hopeless end. We should try our best to be positive about the future of America, and we should strive to be optimistic. But we need to be realistic. Nothing is more realistic than the Bible, the Word of God, which makes it very clear that Sodom's sins will reap Sodom's dooms. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife? You see, God had saved Lot and his wife from the destruction of the land of Sodom, but she looked back at what God had saved her from longingly. There goes my home, she was thinking. There goes my possessions. There goes my friends. There goes my lifestyle. Her heart was still in Sodom. And even worse, Sodom was still in her heart. And homosexuals, they don't need reformation. They need transformation, a new heart. Only the blood of Jesus can free a person from the shackles of Sodom. Now this, you know, you heard the, the saying, you can take the boy out of the country. Well, this principle only applies to any sin that we can commit. But you can take a man out of homosexuality. But you can take the homosexuality out of the man. That's an entirely different thing. It can be done. I've seen it happen. And there are steps that need to be done. You see, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin the sin of homosexuality, and it is a sin. America has become a nation for homosexuals, and homosexuals from other nations that feel unwelcome have found a home here. It has been said that if America doesn't get right with God, he will have to apologize for Sodom or to Sodom and Gomorrah. The sins of Sodom have been resurrected in 2022 in our land. Thanks to Bill Clinton, the former president, Gay Pride Month, the month of June, has parades. Everybody's out of the closet. They're brazenly and unashamedly flaunting their sin in your face, friend. It's not enough for them to just say that that they're okay with it, but they want you to endorse it as well. And they they won't be happy until the government officially endorses their sin and gay marriage and military endorsement and everything in the public school and even in the church arena. Folks, it is wrong. It is a sin. Now, what I'm saying is not hate speech. My Constitution, the Constitution of the United States of America, refers to it as free speech. Remember, God loves sinners, homosexuals, homosexuals. And in love, our God who knows what sin will do to us, it'll ruin our life. It'll drag us to hell. He he calls upon all sinners everywhere to repent change their mind and see themselves as a sinner in the light of a holy and a just god in need of salvation and our god who loves these sinners and hates their sin and jesus died for those sins just like he did mine and yours if they have committed them he will forgive them but our culture today whitewashes sin we call drunkenness alcoholism Folks, that's exactly, we want to put a clever word on every sin. It's just called sin in the Bible. Sodomite, we call it gay, or we call it something glad. That's taken from an English term. And they've ruined a good word by the word gay, which used to be made, referred to as happy and carefree. Now it's described, used to describe deviants and perverts. God doesn't think that sodomy is gay. He calls it repulsive, abominable, and abhorrent. And if the Bible is clear on anything, it teaches that the sin for which Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed was the sin of homosexuality. Many people deny that today. Homosexuals take the scripture and twist it. They do all kinds of mental gymnastics to try to teach otherwise, even claiming that Jesus and his disciples were gay. Because they live in a commune together, is what they said. But God strips away the veneer. Listen to 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves of mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Here's the good news. Every sinner can be saved. Homosexuals can be saved. Drunkards can be saved. Prostitutes can be saved. Everyone can be saved because of the blood of Christ. In Leviticus chapter number 18 and verse 22, the Bible says, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. Leviticus chapter 20. But if in verse number 13, if a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination Romans chapter 1 wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and that's what homosexuality does the truth is God made Adam and he made Eve amen Man, he made man and he made woman and he brought them together and he said this is good But sodomy, homosexuality, changes the truth of God. Man for woman, woman for man into a lie. God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also men. Romans 1 verse 27. Leaving the natural use of the woman. Burned in their own lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly. And receiving in themselves that recompense of error, which was meet, And I wonder if that's why AIDS exists. Let's look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, God hates sin. My sin, your sin, the sins of the world. Christ died for. And listen to Numbers chapter 23 and verse 32. It's a very solemn, clear warning to all of us. Be sure your sin will find you out homosexuality lesbianism sodomy is sin you can name any other sin gluttony you can name any other sin an undisciplined mind whatever you want to call it but Christ died for the sins of the world and if you're trapped in a homosexual life and you want out the power of a living Jesus Christ can help you would you put your faith and trust in him now Realize you're a sinner. You need to trust Christ to be saved and forgiven. Bow your head. Ask Jesus Christ, follow me in this prayer. Ask Him to be your Savior. Jesus, please forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I'm trusting you and you alone to be my personal Savior. Now, Folks, if you've done that, we believe you've been born again. You have a new nature, the divine nature of God, the Holy Spirit. He will give you the ability to come out from among that wickedness and that lifestyle and live a pure, clean life that God has purposed for your life as a woman or as a man. And a man's desires is toward a woman, and a woman's desires is toward a man. That's the way God made Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He made a perfect plan, and the devil has tried to destroy it and confuse it and cloud it. Folks, many people will say, I'm out of the closet. Well, Ephesians chapter 5 says, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. That means expose them. For it is a shame even to speak of the things which are done in secret. And notice this. Listen closely to me. Homosexuals cannot reproduce. They only recruit. I just read you an article a few moments ago about a high school in Arizona that was dealing with this very matter of recruiting children, high school kids and telling them you'll get over your heterosexuality. It's the Arizona school club on leadership and diversity asked students if their quote heterosexuality was a phase they would grow out of end of quote. And it was published by Michael Robinson, June the 14th of 2022. Listen closely. Homosexuals can only recruit And they're trying to recruit your children, friends, your grandchildren. The devil is using social media platforms, the telephones that are in the children's hands at young ages to send that propaganda to them secretly. And I would encourage you to know what's on your child's phone. They're trying to be recruited into a sodomistic lifestyle because Homosexuals cannot reproduce, they can only recruit. Be aware, friend, what the devil's trying to do to destroy your loved ones, your children, your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, and take a stand against it. Medical science says that homosexuality is a behavioral choice. Homosexuals claim that there's a gay gene, end of quote, which they inherited. But medical science disagrees. Just look at identical twins. That'll disprove the gay gene theory. Now, folks, I do agree to some degree there is a gene, but I believe that all of us as human beings inherited a gene, and that gene is called sin and a sin nature. And any of us are capable of choosing that sinful lifestyle, any of us could do that, and many people have. And the trends today toward homosexuality are scary. The end of the road of our society is on, and it's frightening. They not only want equal status, they want preferred status. They do not only want an employer to have to consider them equally with another applicant, regardless of personal beliefs, but they want him or her to feel pressure to choose them over another one to fill the quota. Lawmakers have have taken our discrimination laws, which are relatively good, protecting people regardless of race, color, creed, and have added the phrase, quote, or sexual orientation, end of quote. And lawmakers like Barney Frank, who was an openly homosexual senator, stand on a platform of discrimination that's very, very shaky. He said, Barney Frank and I, quote, we shouldn't be discriminated against any more than the blacks or the Jews, end of quote. Now, folks, if I were a black or a Jew, I'd be offended at that statement. President Clinton appointed at least 25 openly gay men and women to key positions in his administration, including his cabinet. When the homosexuals were moved from the closet to the cabinet, we got major problems in America. State universities now teach what they call, quote, sensitivity training, end of quote, to incoming freshmen. And students that are caught speaking out against this alternate lifestyle can be subject to discipline for hate speech. They want to lump it under hate speech. What I'm saying today, folks, is going to be interpreted by some as hate speech. When it's really it's really truth and love speech. Someday soon, folks, they're going to try to silence preachers like myself. They're going to try to take radio stations off the air like WXA and radio Christian radio. Even though I do not recommend any gay bashing, that's physical abuse of anybody. I do I do recommend gay evangelization and I have the right to preach the Bible and against sin and I'm going to do it. And so the end of the ro- of the road for America is horrifying if we don't change. homosexuality is the downfall of Sodom and Gomorrah. Now quickly it's time for every Christian in America to vote God-fearing correct valued people into offices of elected capacities. Any of us can start down a slippery slope towards sin. And folks, you've got to take a stand. It's time for Christians in America to not be wimps, but to be warriors. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Bible. Learn key phrases in the Bible and, and scriptures. Memorize them to use as your platform to help people. And then take our stand. If we stand on God's Word, the Bible, we cannot fall. We have victory in Jesus. Even if you have to stand alone, listen to Psalm 118 and verse 6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Now let's take a look at Lot. Go with me to Genesis chapter number 13. For the next few moments, I want to give you a real quick uh, couple outlines, a couple ideas from the scripture and how Lot ever ended up in Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot was a Christian. We wouldn't think that, but he truly was. Lot was Ab- uh, Abraham's nephew. So let's look, what happened to Lot? Why did Lot become all of a sudden friends with homosexuals and calling homosexuals in, in, in Sodom and Gomorrah brothers and brethren? Why did he do that? Notice the course of Lot. You see, there Lot and Abraham, there came a time when Lot and Abraham had to separate because the place wasn't big enough for them and their, and their herds. And Abraham did something very unselfish. He gave Lot the first choice of the best land. And all of a sudden we see Lot's course, the course of the man, Genesis 13. In verse number 10, he lifted up his eyes toward Sodom. He saw how good it looked. The plains were watered. In verse 12 of chapter 13 of Genesis, he pitched his tent toward Sodom. And in chapter 19 of verse number 1 of Genesis 13, he was found sitting in the gate. In other words, he was living there. The Bible says in Psalm 1:1 Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Folks, Lot fell because his devotions were weak. He stopped reading his Bible every day and started listening to the negativity and the cultural influence and propaganda over social media and television. And all this other lie, deceiving people. Lot, a Christian, was deceived. He was weak in his devotions. And before long, he found out he was found endorsing Sodom and Gomorrah. He not only was weak in his devotions, read your Bible every day. Read Genesis chapter 13. Read uh, your devotions in Genesis chapter 19 and verse 27. Get in the Bible and read it every day. It's God speaking to you. You need that strength, we all do. Lot was not only weak in his devotions. This is the course of how Lot ended up at Sodom and Gomorrah. Number one, he was weak in his devotions. Number two, he was worldly in his desires. Genesis 13.10 says that Lot chose Sodom because it reminded him of the land of Egypt. He had been saved from the land of Egypt, which is a type of the world, but all of a sudden he thought it was pretty good. He wanted to go back. Lot didn't ask, is this a good place to raise uh, children? He asked, is this a good place to raise cattle? The plains were well-watered. He said, in other words, is it a good place to make money? Instead of saying, is this a good place for me to go to where I can grow spiritually and be fed? Ladies and gentlemen, it's important that you realize that the month of June is not Gay Pride Month. Not in the eyes of God and in the American calendar. It is time for Christian people to To preach the gospel, teach the gospel, live for Jesus, share the love of Jesus with every homosexual and every person that you know, because everyone needs to be saved. But it's time for you to make a stand in America, that America is, is a nation under God and under the Word of God, the Bible, and it is a man and a woman God made, not men for men and women for women. So... Pray for revival in America. Pray for your pastor. Pray for elected officials that they will stand true. Contact them to stand true upon biblical-based values for the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. June is not Gay Pride Month. It is God's month. Isn't an American calendar month. And may the Christians of America pray and be patriots and lift up Jesus Christ to a fallen world. Jesus is the good news to help America. God bless America. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Oh, yes. He's finally here. Emmanuel.